This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, my name is Stanley Jutkowitz, and I am senior counsel at the law firm of Seifarth Shaw, LLP. Today, I will be discussing banking marijuana-related businesses. Cannabis is an $8 billion industry conducted mostly in $100 bills because it has very limited access to banking and financial services. In fact, this is the biggest impediment to explosive growth in the industry. Federal law is extremely unclear as to whether banking marijuana-related businesses, or MRBs, is legal, so most banks will not risk prosecution and possible loss of license for banking the industry. Other banks, however, see an opportunity to build customer base. How did we get to this point? At the federal level, the Controlled Substances Act made use or possession of marijuana illegal. Beginning in 1996, however, when California became the first state to legalize medical marijuana and continuing through today, 31 states plus the District of Columbia have legalized either medical or adult use of marijuana. As more states legalized pot, the Justice Department in 2013 issued the Cole Memorandum in which it advised federal prosecutors that prosecuting MRBs complying with state law was not a priority. Shortly afterwards, in February 2014, FinCEN issued non-binding guidelines to financial institutions that intended to serve the cannabis industry despite legal uncertainty. These guidelines set out minimum standards for enhanced due diligence on MRB customers both prior to and during the relationship. Financial institutions with MRB customers also were required to file suspicious activity reports or SARs for banking transactions with MRB customers. According to FinCEN, as of March 2018, more than 400 financial institutions were providing some form of banking services to MRBs. Despite what may sound like a high number, uh, this is actually a small fraction of the industry and the vast majority of the industry is still conducted in cash. Since the issuance of the Cole Memorandum, there have been a number of developments affecting banking marijuana related businesses in the United States some good, some bad, and some ugly. Let's take them in reverse order. First, the ugly. On January 4, 2018, Attorney General Sessions revoked the Cull Memorandum, leaving the discretion of whether to prosecute MRBs and other businesses dealing with MRBs to individual U.S. attorneys. The bad. The effect of Sessions' revocation of the Cole Memorandum on the cannabis industry. Revoking the Cole Memorandum resulted in greater fear and uncertainty, causing a number of financial institutions to withdraw from serving MRB customers and causing a number of 
financial institutions considering MRB customers to shelve their plans until there was more legislative certainty. The good. Although the Cole Memorandum was revoked, Treasury announced that the FinCEN guidelines would remain in place. Also, in the face of federal inaction, entrepreneurs are developing alternatives to banking solutions and politicians at the state level are working on legislative solutions to grant to MRBs greater access to financial services. Earlier this year, the California legislature considered, but subsequently rejected, a legislative solution to create a state bank to serve the cannabis industry. If federal action inaction continues, expect this proposal to resurface in one form or another, both in California and other states. Other states, such as Hawaii, have opted for a closed-loop system think specialized debit card here, for payment of cannabis products. Then there is North Dakota, which has the only state bank, state-owned bank in the country, which is not a member of the Federal Reserve. Not being a member of the Federal Reserve affords the Bank of North, of D- North Dakota more leeway in banking MRBs. The question is, will it? This faces strong opposition in North Dakota, so we will have to wait to see what develops. The coming year should be very interesting for marijuana banking as the industry continues to change almost on a daily basis and up to 12 state states have now pressured the federal government to take some action to allow legalized marijuana banking. Stay tuned.